Welcome to the Locked On Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland. Titans fans, the big cut down has arrived. By Tuesday at 4 p.m., the Tennessee Titans have to cut down the roster from 80 players to 53, which means it's the perfect time for me to give my final 53-man roster prediction. How many quarterbacks do the Titans keep? Who wins the end of the roster spots at wide receiver and O-line? How many people do the Titans keep in the secondary? And of course, who wins the punter job? I'll reveal all my answers on today's edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. Let's get it! You are Locked On Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Titans fans, it is time for my final 53-man roster prediction. The Titans do have to cut down to 53 by Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern, and I would imagine that the cuts are going to start coming in at any moment. Really, before we dive into my predictions, do want to let you know that this episode is brought to you by Brightco Jewelry and Watch Insurance. Brightco brings you comprehensive, fast, and affordable jewelry insurance for as low as $5 per month. Check out your special offer for Locked On listeners and get covered in under two minutes at bright.co forward slash Locked On. That's B-R-I-T-E dot co slash Locked On. Also want to thank you guys for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day. If this is your first ever listen, make sure you subscribe on whatever platform that you do stream. I am going to be putting out daily, Monday through Friday, Tennessee Titans content all year round on all platforms, including the Locked On Titans YouTube channel. Subscribe there, smash the notification bell, and throw a thumbs up on the video if you're watching right now. All that stuff uh, goes a long way in helping support in the channel. You can find me on Twitter at Tic Tac Titans for my additional analysis. And you can check out the show Facebook page at Locked On Titans Pod. But with that being said, let's dive into my roster predictions. And it's a controversial one out of the gate, the quarterback position. And for me, and you guys know, it comes down to, did Malik Willis do enough to be the backup quarterback? Do the Titans feel the need to carry three quarterbacks on the roster with Logan Woodside? And I'm sure you guys aren't going to be surprised to hear this, but my answer is no. There is no reason for the Titans to carry Logan Woodside. Malik Willis has proved throughout the preseason he is good enough to be the Titans' backup quarterback. Let's all be honest with each other for a moment. As I've said since Malik Willis was drafted, if the Titans had to go out there and play a game without Ryan Tannehill, if it was two quarters because Tannehill got hurt in the second, if it was two weeks because Tannehill rolled his ankle, do you really think Logan Woodside gives the Titans a better chance to win those games, to finish off that game, than Malik Willis? No, it's not even a question. And I agree with the comment there from Big Titan TV. It's not even a question. Malik Willis, Ryan Tannehill, your two quarterbacks on the roster. I want Logan Woodside back. I want him to run show team. I want him to be on the practice squad and be in the organization. I'm fine with that. That's fine. He could play great there. He may be the worst backup in the NFL, but I think he'd probably be one of the best practice squad quarterbacks in the NFL as well. So I'm cool with that. 
That's what I want to see is Logan Woodside on practice squad. I think he'll get through. Running back, will they keep five? Will they keep four? I think they got to keep four. Trenton Cannon's been hurt. Uh, you like him as a kick returner, but Dontrell Hilliard, I think, could do that role. And Racy McMath proved that he could do that role for the Titans. So uh, you would also have Kyle Phillips if you needed in a pinch to kick return. So I don't think that the value is there for Cannon. I think other people have proved they can be good gunners uh, on coverage units. Cannon has been in and out. I don't think it's worth keeping him on the roster. So I want four backs, Henry, Hilliard, and Haskins. And look, Haskins versus Chestnut, I get it. I get that that's been a competition, but Haskins, in my opinion, is more versatile. He's a bit uh, a guy who's going to be better on special teams. He's a guy who can block in the backfield on passing downs. He's a guy who can catch the ball out of the backfield better. So although I thought Chestnut was a better runner than Haskins, I think Haskins a more complimentary back for the Titans. I saw something on social media, uh, Triple H. Uh, Henry Hilliard Haskins, Triple H. So I kind of like that. That's pretty cool. And then Carter, of course, is the fullback, makes the roster. So that's four guys up to seven with the, or uh, four guys up to six with the quarterbacks. Chestnut to practice squad. Yeah, I agree with you, James Sally. I, I would like to see Chestnut to the practice squad because if the Titans were in a pinch, I'd like to have somebody like Julius Chestnut to bring up on the roster. So four backs, two quarterbacks going to wide receiver. Robert Woods, Nick Westbrook-Akina, Traylon Burks, Kyle Phillips, and Racy McMath. Racy McMath has proved himself as a special teams asset, not only as a gunner on coverage teams, but also as a potential returner on kickoff. He is a guy who offers something that the Titans don't currently have on the roster with his size and speed threat, being six foot three, being a 4'4 guy who can get down the field. No, he's not going to catch every pass. No, he's not going to run the right route all the time. He's probably not going to play as much as some of you more optimistic fans are thinking that he will. But all of that value, I think, is excellent. So I'm only keeping five wide receivers. Quite frankly, I know it's a little bit controversial with guys like Des Fitzpatrick or Reggie Roberson or Mason Kinsey. But for my money, guys, none of those guys are good enough to be on an NFL roster. And let me say this before we move forward. The reality of predicting the roster right now is I'm only going off guys in the Titans organization. Guys, there are going to be 30 play or 27 players on every other roster that get cut too. The Titans will most likely have three to four guys that they pick up from other teams that they put on the final roster. And it's not 53 guys who have been with the team. So keep that in mind as I go through. There's no way I can get all these right because I can't guess guys from other teams who will be cut that the Titans will claim or pick up or all that. So keep that in mind as well. But as to cap off the wide receiver conversation, Des Fitzpatrick, Mason Kinsey, Reggie Roberson, I would like to see a couple of those guys on the practice squad. If I had to keep two out of three, I'm keeping Roberson and Mason Kinsey. Mason Kinsey gives you a direct backup to Kyle Phillips on the practice squad. And there are a lot of guys in the NFL that play that style of game. So having somebody on show team, I think it'd be helpful to have a Mason Kinsey and he can return kicks for you if you need to practice your coverage units against the scout team. So I like Mason Kinsey for that. And then Reggie Roberson, I think, is a similar guy to Des Fitzpatrick, who, in my opinion, has higher upside because if he can get back to his pre-injury form, he's going to be excellent. So I would keep Roberson and Kinsey as my practice squad, guys. Des Fitzpatrick is not an NFL player. I don't believe, I haven't believed him since the pick was made. So, sorry, don't mean to sound crass, but cuts have to be made and they're tough picks. 
I, I think Des Fitzpatrick should be with another organization. Keep Mason Kinsey and Reggie Roberson in the fold in the practice squad and only five wide receivers. But we're going to continue moving forward with my roster predictions. We're going to get down into the trenches with the defensive line, the offensive line, the tight ends, the outside linebackers. Before we get into that, though, I do want to tell you guys about one of our sponsors over at Brightco. And listen, if you're a guy like me, you're in a relationship, you're looking at buying some jewelry here soon. You got to talk to our guys over at Brightco. So you've seen guys lose the ring off the side of the boat. You've seen guys lose the ring off the side of the mountain while they're trying to do some fancy, you know, proposal and look good. And hey, we all have our ideas. We want to make it special for that special lady in our life. But sometimes it doesn't go as special as you plan. And here's the lesson. You don't want to be that guy. You certainly don't want it splattered all over the internet, which happens nowadays. The guys at Brightco Jewelry Insurance We'll make sure you get a replacement for full value of that ring, no matter if it's lost, stolen, or you just can't figure out what happened to it. Go to bright.co, that's B-R-I-T-E dot co slash locked on. It's the fastest and easiest and cheapest way to cover your butt with the best jewelry insurance in the business. We all hate insurance, right? But the guys at Brightcoat turn the whole experience around, so it's probably the easiest thing that you can do for yourself this week. No excuses, man. For five bucks a month, you get totally comprehensive coverage, and it won't take you more than two minutes on your cell phone. Check it out, bright.co slash locked on. You have to see the videos that they have on their site as well, so go there purely for that entertainment anyways. But go to bright.co slash locked on. Also do want to tell you guys about our friends over at Turo. So Turo is the world's largest car sharing marketplace. Let me break it down to you like this. With Turo, you can basically book any car you want wherever you want it from a community of local hosts across the U.S., Canada, and the U.K. Uh, make sure that you check out Turo and browse a huge selection of vehicles for just any occasion or any budget, again, across the U.S., Canada, and the UK. You can book a spacious SUV or a minivan for your family. Heck, you can get a classic or luxury car for a special event like a birthday or a holiday. It literally fits any situation. So ditch those boring rental cars and find your drive at Turo.com. Titans fans, we are going to continue my 53-man roster predictions. We talked about quarterback, running back, and wide receiver. We're going to get into the trenches a little bit here. Just to recap, two quarterbacks, see a Logan Woodside, go to practice squad. Only four backs, the Triple H's, and then Carter. Cannon hasn't done enough. Five wide receivers only let Roberson and Kinsey go to practice squad. Des Fitzpatrick. See us some other time. Before we continue my list, do want to thank you guys for making the Locked on Titans podcast your first listen every day. Make sure you subscribe on whatever platform you do stream. I am pumping out Monday through Friday, daily Tennessee Titans content all year round. And the regular season is obviously the best time when I start doing my film work. And we have our rewatch Wednesdays where I'm breaking down the tape and what I saw with you guys. So make sure that you don't miss that. Uh, before we continue the conversation, I want to tell you, you should make your second listen, the Ultimate Pro Football Preview. Just search Ultimate Pro Football Preview on any podcast platform, breaking down the season, 
going into the year from the Locked On Podcast Network. But let's continue now. And I got to tell you, this is one of the scariest episodes that I record all year long. It's up there with like the free agency um, episodes that I record where every single day I think I'm going to get some kind of news update that happens after I record. Uh, and then it's going to render everything that I said useless. I'm, I'm terrified of things like that. And that's how I feel right now. That's how I feel right. Cause the cuts could come at any moment. I'm going live on YouTube right now. It's about six 40 Eastern and the Titans could cut 10 guys at 7 PM. And then, you know, who knows what's going on. So just keep that in mind, uh, that, uh, it's one of these times of the year where anything could happen at any time. So just trying to roll with the punches. And I'm actually checking my phone right now just to make sure that I haven't missed any cuts or anything that happened. I feel like Adam Schefter up there on the on the stand at ESPN. But we got to continue forward with my roster predictions. And we're at tight end. And for me, I have said this throughout the offseason. I've said it continually as we've talked about the tight end position. Keep four. I think the Titans are going to run more two tight end sets this year, more three tight end sets this year, get back to more heavy personnel. And uh, I'm keeping four tight ends with that in mind. I'm keeping Hooper, Swayman, Chig, of course, but I'm keeping Tommy Hudson as well. Yeah, he may be hurt. And this may be a position where they don't trust Tommy Hudson's health and they go get a tight end who gets dropped on another team. This is a, a perfect scenario. Wide receiver is one of those as well. They could go get a sixth wide receiver, but they could choose to get the sixth wide receiver from a different team. They could choose to get the fourth tight end from a different team. Um, So I could see that, but I'm keeping four tight ends with my vision of the Titans offense philosophically. And yes, Kenneth, you're right. Vrabel said cuts will come Monday and Tuesday, but the media may get a hold of some of those cuts earlier. That's how this works sometimes. So just saying, don't try to downplay my terror and my fear that news will come out after the podcast runs. But anyways, I think four tight ends because of the offense philosophically going more heavy. I know Torrey Carter does count as a double tight end. He could be that fourth tight end. And I know I've said that, but I just wouldn't take any chances with it because Torrey Carter is so important as a fullback. So anyways, moving forward, four tight ends for me. Uh, at offensive line, I know I'm a little heavy here. I get it. And I I am. And I I get it. But I'm going with nine offensive linemen. I don't like the Titans' offensive line right now. And Nate Davis has been banged up. Uh, banged up. Jamarco Jones has been banged up. The Titans have dealt with a lot of injuries on the offensive line in recent years. And I'm just not super happy with the depth, so I don't want to lose guys who maybe the organization trusts more than we do. At the offensive line, I'm keeping Lawan. I'm keeping Aaron Brewer. I'm keeping Ben Jones. I'm keeping Nate Davis. I'm keeping NPF. That's the starting offensive line, obviously. But outside of that, I'm keeping Jamarco Jones, who could play some tackle and some guard versatility there. I'm keeping Dylan Radins, of course. Not time to give up, as I've continued to say, even though we lost the starting battle. He could play guard and play some tackle. I thought Dylan Radins played pretty well at guard, for what it's worth. Looking back on the game after watching it again today, I was a little harsh early on, but I think he played okay. I'm keeping Corey Levin as my eighth offensive lineman. Both Raidens and Jamarco Jones could play guard or tackle. Now you get Levin, who is a direct backup at center. And then I'm I'm keeping Jordan Roos. I'm keeping nine, and I'm keeping Roos. Okay, Xavier Newman was a guy I thought about here as well. 
I wouldn't be surprised if it's Newman over Roos, but Roos has started for the Titans offensive line throughout the preseason. And again, Nate Davis and Jamarco Jones are banged up. Do you trust Dylan Radins? I don't know. So for me, it's obvious that you need to keep Jordan Roos around. If it's Xavier Newman because they feel like Roos will go through waivers and can get to the practice squad easier, then that's fine. Keep Newman. But I want a ninth offensive lineman. Okay? That's a controversial take, I guess, for me. And I want it to be Roos or Newman. I'm saying Roos for my official predictions. Wouldn't be surprised to see Newman. For the practice squad, I'd like to see Christian Deloro, whoever doesn't get picked between Newman and Roos, and then Hayden Howerton. Those are guys I'd like to see from the offensive line get to the practice squad. As for uh, tight end for the practice squad, uh, put Thomas Odekoye on there. Let's keep working on that project. I think he has more upside than Wells, and I'm still not convinced that Wells is a real player. I think he's a creative player out of Madden. Uh, so let's keep Thomas Odekoye as a tight end there. Uh, if the Titans get their fourth tight end from a different team, then put Tommy Hudson on the practice squad. So we've done the offensive line. We've done tight end. We're moving through the offense. I believe that I am at 24 players on offense. It's 24 or 23 right now. To the defensive line, this was tough for me. I like depth on the defensive line in the trenches because of injuries. But on the D-line, Simmons, Tart, Naquan Jones, Danico Autry, and Demarcus Walker. Not very heavy there. Think I'm, I think I'm only going with five there. think I'm only going with five. I just don't see Deshaun Hand, Kevin Strong, I think could be close. I'd like to get those guys on the practice squad. I could see them maybe keeping one of those guys. I, I could see that, but I, I just want the five guys, Simmons, Tart, Naquan Jones, Demarcus Walker, Danico Autry. Um, at outside linebacker, it's simple for me. I'm keeping all five guys. Landry, Bud, Weaver, Ola, David Anini. David Anini will get claimed if they try to put him on practice squad. It's not going to work. Keep David Anini. He's consistently made plays on the ball and been in the backfield. You can't let that guy go on waivers. You can't. So there's the offensive line. There's the tight ends. There's the D line. And there's the outside linebackers. I'm going to continue today's show talking uh, off-ball linebacker, stack linebacker, cornerback, safety. And then, of course, we got to talk about the punter position and the special teams. So I'm going to dive into that in just a moment before I do. do want to tell you guys about our friends over at Prize Picks. So I really like what Prize Picks has done in the fantasy football industry here. I, I, I like it. So some of these other places, you're going against a bunch of different people. It stacks the odds against you. Some of these places, you got to build lineups, and it's still not great odds. Um, for, for me, I like prize picks because here's what it is. You're picking more or less. You think Derrick Henry is going to have more or less than 99 yards in week one. You think Traylon Burks is going to have more or less than half touchdowns. You just... Basically pick two to five players, you pick a certain statistic, and you determine whether they're going to go over or whether it's going to be more or whether it's going to be less than what Prize Picks has projected. It's simple. It's easy. It's just more or less than what they're showing. And they have every different sport, NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, PGA, college football, men's college basketball, women's college basketball, soccer, WNBA, even esports, NASCAR, tennis, MMA, I mean... They even have disc golf. They have disc golf. 
Your entry can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. They're safe and fast withdrawals. Currently operated in over 30 states and Canada. So download the Prize Picks app and go to prizepicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with the promo code locked on. That's one word locked on. If you deposit $100, Price Picks is going to give you $100. If you deposit $50, Price Picks is going to give you $50. It's a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Again, just use the promo code locked on. That's promo code locked on and sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100 at Price Picks. Titans fans, we are going to cap off my roster predictions here on the Locked On Titans podcast. We've gone through the offensive skill positions. We've hit the trenches on both sides of the ball. Now we need to talk linebacker, cornerback, safety, and special teams. So let's just dive right in here at stack linebacker. I'm keeping these four no matter what. Long, Cunningham, Chance Campbell, Dylan Cole. With Monty Rice on the PUP for the first four games of the season, that's a lot for me. But deciding between Joe Jones, Jack Gibbons, maybe a waiver option, it's tough. It's tough, guys. It, it, it really is tough for me. I don't really like a lot of the back-end depth at linebacker, personally. So that's why it's kind of tough. Um... But ultimately, maybe I'm being swayed by one play, but this guy's going to give you hustle. He's going to give you heart. He cares. I'm going with Joe Jones. Joe Jones is much more of a special teams player than he is a linebacker. But, but, Mike Vrabel was talking about how Joe Jones was coaching younger guys on special teams. That That's valuable, okay? That's valuable with a guy like Campbell in there, the guys on the practice squad. So I'm keeping Joe Jones. I'm keeping Joe Jones. There it is, five linebackers for me. And as soon as Monty Rice comes back, then Joe Jones goes to practice squad. So there you go. Uh, at cornerback, I've said all along, I'm stacking the secondary. I, I want 11 guys out of the secondary. I want Fulton, McCreary, Farley, Molden, Ugo Amadi, and Greg Maben. I know Maben didn't play very well, but that's what I want. And and Ugo Amadi, I know that they list him as a defensive back. Some places have him as safety. He's going to play nickel cornerback for the Titans in the Elijah Molden role as a early down nickelback. That is Elijah Molden insurance, folks. Ugo Amadi struggles in coverage, but he's good in zone, good coming downhill. He's physical. As a potential run fit defender, he's a guy who will blitz off the edge. He's good at getting through gaps as a blitzer off the slot. Ugo Amadi is an Elijah Molden type guy, an early down slot cornerback. He is a nickel. He's not a safety. He's not going to play any safety. So I'm including Ugo Amadi in the cornerback group because he's a nickel. Fulton, McCreary, Farley, Molden, Amadi, and Maven. And I get it. Maven didn't have a great game there at the end, but you need some depth on the outside too. 
Farley, McCreary, and Fulton could play on the outside, but Molden and Amadi are nickelbacks. You don't want them playing outside. So you need another guy. This could be Chris Jackson, but Chris Jackson should go to practice squad with Trey Avery. I'd like to have Trey Avery and Chris Jackson on the practice squad. Yeah, you're right, Robert. The sixth cornerback could be a guy from another team. This is another spot where maybe they don't want Maven, they don't want Chris Jackson, they don't want Trey Avery, they want a cornerback from another squad. Maybe so, but I think there will be six cornerbacks on the roster. And then five safeties. Five safeties. Kevin Byard, Amani Hooker, Theo Jackson, I think they'll keep around. Lonnie Johnson, I think made it. And then A.J. Moore, who I think they still believe in as a guy who can be a backup safety and a guy who can play on special teams and do a good job. He's been banged up. If A.J. Moore is going to be hurt for quite some time, then Joshua Kalu, I think, ultimately gets that final spot. If not, I'd like to see Kalu uh, on the practice squad for the Titans. And Adrian Colbert, I'd like to see as a potential uh, practice squad guy. So that's, let's just do one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, 33, 34, 35, 36, 37, 38, 39, 40, 41, 42, 43, 44, I'm over. Cut Greg Maben. I'm over by one. Cut Greg Maben off. Give me five cornerbacks. Give me five safeties. Fulton, McCreary, Farley, Molden, Amadi, Byert, Hooker, Theo, Lonnie, and A.J. Moore. There we go. So, um, there we go. If Ugo is a nickel, we wasted a pick. What does that mean? doesn't make any sense. Elijah Molden is hurt. So, um, you know... If Elijah Mullen's hurt, they're going to need somebody to, to play the early down nickel spot. It's not Roger McCreary. He's going to be uh, playing outside cornerback at that time. So, And McCreary is much more of a passing down slot. So, anyways, that is my roster prediction for the offense and defense. Now, it's special teams, guys. And I'm just going to let the cat out of the bag. Stonehouse. I'm keeping Stonehouse. And here's why. It's this simple. Kern probably has one year left. And I would like to see Brett Kern traded if they could. I think Buffalo would probably give up a late-round conditional pick in 2024, which the Titans have sent out a couple of those. So, maybe you could trade Kern for a conditional seventh-round pick, but I doubt it. I doubt it. He's a 36-year-old punter. So, either way, save the $2 million. Go with the younger guy who maybe isn't as precise as Kern right now, but... Ryan Stonehouse may be one of the best punters in the NFL for the next 10 years. You can't give that up right now for one last final year of Brett Kern out of nostalgia. This reminds me of Jarrell Casey. Everybody was mad at John Robinson when he traded Jarrell Casey because we all love Jarrell Casey. But that was the right move. Cutting Malcolm Butler, even though he had a pretty good year, that was the right move. John Robinson gets rid of these guys a year early rather than a year late. And... While it's hard sometimes on the heartstrings, that's the right thing to do. And right now is that time. Bring in Stonehouse. Yeah, he may boot a couple into the end zone that we wish were touchbacks. But in year two, year three, he could be an all-pro punter with that leg he's got if he can get the precision down. And two or three years from now, Brett Kern probably won't be in the NFL anymore. So shout-outs to Brett Kern. 
best of luck to him in his last year or two. Been a legend here. But you got to go with Stonehouse now. You have to. You got to think long-term with this thing. So, and all you guys who are like, sign an offensive lineman. Well, there's $2 million to do it if you cut Kern. So there you go. Um, you're keeping Randy Bullock, who's just been excellent this offseason. Uh, if Shudik or Shudak uh, comes off the PUP, then slip him onto the practice squad. Yeah, McCreary at nickel, Farley and Fulton on the outside. Yeah, on passing downs. On passing downs, that's what it will be. You're you're right, but not early downs. And if you watched the Titans last year and you saw the way that Molden and Buster Screen would use were used, you'd know that the Titans see the nickel position not uh, not in the way that it's being looked at traditionally. It's not just those three guys are on the field all three downs. No, the Titans have an early down nickel, and the Titans have a passing down nickel, and they look at those those combinations differently, which is smart. Great way to play defense. Um, so Morgan Cox, obviously. If you don't ever hear Morgan Cox's name as the long snapper, he's doing a great job. He's a former All-Pro. He's from the area. Love that. So that's my 53-man roster prediction. I went with two quarterbacks, four running backs, uh, five wide receivers. Ended up going with five uh, outside linebackers, five stack linebackers. Got rid of Brett Kern, sadly, and went with Stonehouse. I mean, again, I just want to hit this point again, guys. There's 27 guys getting cut on every other team, 31 other teams. The Titans are probably going to take some guys from that pool and not just keep guys from their own. But that's as close as I could get for you guys. We'll see how it turns out. I'll be back tomorrow night to break down that first wave of cuts and see how my predictions kind of went, see who the Titans are looking at. And then, of course, on Tuesday, we'll know the final roster going into the year, um, which obviously can change even more over the next you know, 10 days after that before the game actually takes place. But cuts are here. The season's right around the corner, folks. Can't wait. Thank you guys for tuning in. That's going to do it for me today, folks. As always, I am your host, Tyler Rowland, and this was Locked on Titans.